All right, guys. Welcome back to Thriving Lives uh, podcast and our and our weekly Zoom call. Um, give me a little bit of grace. Um, I was just telling the, the people that are on the call right now uh, before I started recording that it's been four or five weeks at this point. So I am probably going to be a little bit rusty today, um, but we're going to be kind of recapping. Um, if you didn't know, my uh, my wife gave birth to uh, to our baby girl, Lola Marie Gates, on September 29th. Um, and since then, we haven't been doing any Zoom calls. Um, so um, first off, just thank you all for you know being patient with me, both with Zoom calls and with check-ins and just delayed, delayed communication and all that good stuff. But I am getting back into my routines this week, and it feels awesome to do so, um, and then in the coming weeks as well. Um, so welcome welcome back, I guess. Um, what I, what I kind of want to talk about today, though, is how did I prepare before the baby got here? Um, and this is, isn't the only way to do this, but you know, what how how did I go into um, our our first child getting here and um, prepared, and you know, what were my expectations and all that stuff, and how how have I met those expectations since then? So first off, um, back in September, um, we we had a, a an idea that she was going to be de- delivering a little bit early. Um, the due date was October 22nd. She ended up delivering on the 29th of September. So about three or four weeks early. And, um, you know, leading into that, a couple of things. Number one, I was starting to kind of deal with some um, some injuries, just a little bit of, of golfer's elbow, both from lifting and, and golfing extensively because I knew I only had a few uh, weeks and months to do it before the baby got here. Um, and then also a little quad strain as well. So really my body was giving me some signs that, hey, I need it need to slow things down and back off a little bit. So I actually made the decision around mid-September to just stop working out altogether, um, focus more on, you know, getting into the sauna, more stretching, mobility work and all that stuff. Well, then um, the baby obviously came and exercise has been on the back burner, which we'll kind of circle back to it a little bit. Now, food-wise, when I stop training, um, just in general, food becomes even more important. So this is something where a lot of people that have the all or nothing mindset really struggle with. Um you might not be skipping the workouts because of, you know, injuries and things like that, but it might just be real life things that happen. And when the average person stop or starts missing workouts is they allow their nutrition to slip because they feel like if I'm not doing my workouts, then who cares what I eat? I'll get back on track tomorrow or next week. Um, and sometimes it's vice versa as well. Maybe your food's been off. So you're like, why even work out? And again, we don't want to just slash all four tires just because we lost one. We want to control what we can. So when I stopped, you know, training, um, mid-September, I just got more food focused, um, in terms of nailing my nutrition, just to maintain where I was at, especially, um, you know, maintain where I was at, especially going into having the baby and, you know, setting myself up for success. Um, now before the baby got here, one of the things I was doing was I had started, I've always kind of meal prepped two weeks worth of protein and freeze half of it in the freezer and then thaw it out as needed. Uh, but we got a, uh, a deep freeze out into the, uh, out in the garage in anticipation for, you know, freezer meals that our families are making us. But also I was like, I'm gonna have to share my freezer with, you know, extra breast milk and all the good stuff. So I was like, all right, I, I need to get this freezer. So I actually started making about a month's worth of, of protein all at once. So that would be chicken, ground turkey, beef, steak, salmon, all that stuff. And then I would be freezing it into big, large glass Tupperwares, putting it on that in that freezer. And so I actually did that the week before the baby got here. So right now I actually still have about two more weeks worth of cooked protein. So ground turkey, salmon, and chicken, and I don't have to meal prep. So that was in anticipation of just the baby might come a little bit soon. Luckily, you know, I was fully prepped and ready to go for that. So really the only thing I've had a meal prep since she's been born is rice once a week. Um, cause all my proteins there, you know, I have my eggs in the, in the fridge and then I have my protein shakes as well. So really that's 
all my food that I really, really need that are my staples to have on hand. Um, you know, some of the other things that are kind of staples, you know, I'll have bread, um, with my eggs, I'll have, you know, a little bit of cereal or like granola at night as well. I get that from Sam's club. So I'm pretty stocked up on that. Um, and then a little bit of fruit. And so one of the things that, you know, we haven't really gotten to the grocery store nearly as much in the past couple of months. So, you know, we always keep frozen fruit in the, uh, in the freezer anyway. So I have that on, on hand as well for my protein shakes and stuff. So, so really that was my biggest focus was as soon as I got out of the hospital was dial in my nutrition even more as best I could. Um, now there's been plenty of occasions where I've had to go out to eat with family members and friends and, and do all the social stuff so they could, you know, meet Lola. And so obviously those meals, I control what I can. I don't go overboard on those meals, um, but they have been happening, happening more times than not, but this is also the season of life that I'm in with it. So I'm just embracing it. But then the biggest thing is, um, I don't know why that's going off. One second. It says, do not disturb. Why is that happening? Renee, you got any answers for me? You probably have to do not disturb your laptop. Oh my gosh. It says that it's on. Yeah, it says do not disturb. Anyway, sorry that if that keeps Maybe going. they said notify anyways. Oh, that's rude. Um, <laughs> what's the point of having it on my phone if somebody can just push right on through? Anywho, though. So um, so yeah, so so we wanna, you know, I haven't been able to really work out. And so part of that was I already knew going into October, um, whether the baby came or not, I was going to be taking off that entire month um, for working out. So that's actually been a, a good stress relief because if I was still trying to get in workouts right now, I mean, sleep has obviously been not amazing. Um, and so I would be kind of digging myself a bigger hole if I was forcing all these intense workouts, not sleeping, and especially if my nutrition was off. So by giving myself the grace to not hit my workouts right now and just focus on controlling what I can, which is really just water and taking nutrition and sleeping when I can, I've been able to maintain pretty well. Um, actually I ended up dropping my calories a little bit, um, mid September through now I'm actually down about 10 pounds, mainly of water weight and just, um, you know, inflammation from not training as well. Uh, but also just the dropping calories as well. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, you know, again, nutrition has been my, my my biggest focus with it. Now, sleep, of course, is one of those things we always want to try to um, keep in check. But this is why, you know, I give, especially my clients with 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 children, um, especially newborns and stuff like that, is that sleep is, uh, I knew this was my biggest fear coming into having a baby. It wasn't the changing of diapers or all the fears of just being a new parent. It was really just sleep because it's so hard for me to figure that out, but, um, or to go without and ultimately that has kind of sucked. My body has adapted. I think I'm still, I'm wearing my whoop band and track my sleep and it's broken up hours, but you know, without having to go to work right now, I'm still getting about seven or so hours a night. It's just broken up over the course of like 10 hours. Um, so not as quality as I would want, but again, I'll, I'll take those ones when I can get them. But so, so yeah, that's kind of where, where I'm at and what I've been doing. Um, I have been getting back into the gym the past week and a half or so, not doing any workouts, honestly, just going to the steam room or the sauna. Um, I go to Ward Parkway Genesis here and there, and I'll, I'll do some like uh, hot and cold therapy. So I'll, like, I'll get in the steam room and then I'll get in the cold pool and kind of go back and forth a little bit as well. And just work on more stretching mobility work while I'm in the sauna. Um, and, and yeah, I'm hoping here in the next couple of weeks, I can actually get back to my normal, normal workouts. Um, but that's, that's really, I just wanted to kind of recap on where I've been and what's been going on. So again, I really appreciate, um, all of your guys' patience and grace you guys have given me, but, um, I'm going to open up the, the floor, uh, Anessa, you got on right after I said this, but you know, um, everybody that's on the call right now, it's fairly new to TLF and we haven't been doing zoom calls as long as you guys have actually been in TLF. So, you know, the floor is yours. If you guys have any questions, 
on the topic I just talked about or any questions in general about what's been going on, anything you're struggling with, anything you need help with. Um, Renee and I are here for you. And if you guys don't know, this is Renee that's also on the call with me. And um, uh, she's she's the other TLF coach. So um, yeah, you guys got anything for me? Renee, you got anything as well? No questions so far, Anessa. All right. And speaking, and Anessa, you don't need to share on this, but Anessa here is uh, moving from Kansas City to to uh, to Denver, Colorado. She is a licensed massage therapist, and uh, she's going to be crushing it out there in Denver. But so that's you know for her, this is a, a different transition. Um, you know, a lot of clients here will would be moving at some point, um, and she just so happened to start as she's moving, and we're working on kind of controlling the controllables um, when it, when it comes to that, and also setting the expectations correctly. You know, obviously in the middle of a move, not just a move across town, but a move across you know the entire state of Kansas to the other side into Colorado. There's there's difficulties with that. You know, she's going you know, she's traveling out there, interviewing for jobs, or you know, figuring out home and stuff of that nature. So in those times. Times, it's going to be hard to um, to be on it on all levels. So it's about just controlling what we can. Um, yeah. So so she said here in, in her um, in her message, big changes. I need to be in the best shape of my life for work. Um, which that's exactly kind of why why she's here and getting rocking and rolling with it. So once she gets settled, then she'll be kind of hitting the ground running with it. Um, any other questions though? Um, thoughts, struggles, anything? Today, I didn't really have much of a deep topic. We'll 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 plan ahead. I Me and Renee will kind of put our heads together and figure out what we want to talk about over the coming weeks. I know obviously this time of year it's uh you know, we have Thanksgiving coming up in like three or four weeks, I think like four weeks. Um, and then you know, Christmas right after that, New Year's right after that. And so uh we'll kind of do some topics revolving around that. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I've got, unless you guys have some questions for me. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> no worries. All right. Well, um, I'm trying to think about anything else on the horizon. I don't think I really have much else for you guys. Um, check in tomorrow. Yeah, check in tomorrow. Yep, Thursday. So if you're listening to this playback, obviously you're listening to it whenever I've released it and whatever day you're listening to it on. But um, yeah, check in on Thursday, get that done. Um, I have really liked, it's funny, I uh, when that first week when the baby was here, I was like uh, leading into that. I was like, Hey, you know, the baby's here. Um, um, you hold your check-ins this week, unless you definitely need something or you're, you're brand new into TLF and you really need some help. And it's funny because I think I had like a record turnout that following week once the baby was here. So that was, that was awesome. Um, and then, and then really since then, I think, you know, October, um, I do love this time of year, September and October. I feel like, you know, with kids going back to school, everybody in general is just in a better mindset of like, almost like it's a new year. Um, even though New Year's isn't until January, but it almost feels like a new year when the fall hits. And so I've loved the uh, the consistency with the check-ins across the board. So y'all keep that up. That's, I mean, that's the the biggest predictor to your success, especially over these coming months, you know, because um, with the holidays, and again, I won't dive into those topics as much because we're gonna be doing that in the next couple of weeks, but this is a crucial time to, at the very, very minimum, maintain and tread water through the holidays. 
Um, plenty of clients are going to make a ton of progress during the next two months. A lot of people, the biggest goal you can have is just to tread water, maintain control the days you can, then you're going to have holiday events and parties and, and get togethers and family stuff. And you want to enjoy that stuff. And I'm going to tell you to enjoy that stuff, but then we want to control the days leading up to it, the meals that day leading up to whatever that social meal is. And then the days after that, of course. So, and all the days in between. So control what you can, um, and keep checking in. That's just the biggest thing. You know, there's going to be probably a week here or there, or a couple of days here or there where you don't feel necessarily proud of necessarily, you, you know, your decisions. Maybe you just really gave into those cravings and into the stuff that you really wanted. But again, those are the weeks that it's by far the most important to check in because if you started making those allowances for yourself, then you make the allowance that, Hey, I'm not going to check in this week, whether that's because I'm going to keep letting this thing snowball and I am not going to get it in check next week. And you don't want to talk about it. Or um, you think, okay, I, I don't want to check in this week. I don't feel good about this week. I want to have a good week to report to Renee or Marcus. And ultimately it doesn't work that way. Most likely if you had a bad week and you do not reflect on it, you do not talk about it to yourself or to, to your coach, then it's probably going to continue happening. Um, and then you're going to feel worse and worse and worse. And before you know it, you're too embarrassed to even check in a month down the road. Um, and then you've dug this hole for yourself. That's now you, you put yourself behind the eight ball. Now, now you're having to dig out of this bigger hole when we could have really, you know, stopped, um, stopped it after just a couple of days or just a week. So always, always, always check in good things, but especially the bad things. Um, but yeah, that's, and that's when I think the, like, especially it's a good time to lean on your coach at that point to yeah. be able to help you kind of reel it back in. A hundred percent. Um, and I mean, like I just said, I haven't worked out in over, uh, I haven't worked out in six weeks and my nutrition has been kind of spotty here or there, but I'm controlling what I can. And that's, it's important to just know that you, sh you're not going to be perfect and it's okay to not be perfect. That that's almost unhealthy to, to have this perfectionist mindset because you're going to, you're going to just struggle a whole lot more with it. So it's okay to not be absolutely perfect, but definitely like Renee just said, lean on your coach during that time, you know, at minimum, it might just be us giving you some grace. Um, or it might be us saying that, you know, right now you don't really need grace. You're, you're making, you're making excuses. You, you could be controlling some things that you're not. And let's just focus on what those things are. Again, it doesn't matter about being perfect. It's, it's what can we control today? What can we control tomorrow? Um, you know, not throwing away an entire day because you can't be hundred percent spot on, but, uh, but that's it. I think that's the message of the day though. Message of the week. Um, Renee, you got anything else for me? Not really. All right, sweet. Well, get out there and enjoy the decent weather before it gets even colder, guys. And uh, I'll see you guys. Well, Renee and I will both see you guys on check-in day over the next couple of days. And uh, yeah, have a good week. Welcome to November. <laughs> All right. See y'all. Bye.